4: Hello and welcome. It's our number one of the Ben Maller Show. This podcast recorded off terrestrial radio in the overnight hours and limited commercial interruption. Those people that were up all night, they had a lot of commercials, but you don't have that many commercials. That's a good thing, right? That's a wonderful thing. Uh, But before we tell you what's coming up here in hour number one, a programming note, the fifth hour, the fifth hour returns and today's episode of the 5th hour which is available wherever you got this podcast you can get the 5th hour podcast we tell a tale of financial hardship and how that is going to affect an upcoming planned maller meet and greet we'll give you the inside info on that and an old bit that we did years ago years ago on the radio show, we have brought it back by demand. You're only going to hear it on the podcast. We, we used to do it on the radio. We, we put it to bed. We brought it back. People say, I need that bit. We've done the bit again on the podcast, me and Danny G. So check that out. Here in hour number one, little pro bouncy ball, Nikola Jokic dominating as Denver rolls past the Suns, blowout win. How would you sum up the Phoenix performance? In this game. Also, DeAndre Ayton sat this one out. Some kind of injury. What are the odds that he has played his last game in Arizona? And we'll also discuss the big story of the day. Mark Jackson, television's Mark Jackson, claims that he made a quote, honest mistake by not voting for Nikola Jokic as the MVP. Didn't even have him on his ballot. Are you buying what Mark Jackson is selling? I. Am not, and I'll tell you why. We'll get to that and more right now. Here it is, our number one. The setting sun off in the horizon. Wow. Wozers, welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. You listen, and we talk as in the world of sports talk waste uh, late at night here. That's what we do. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and downright powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the shelves as the hot takes are flying off the shelves. We are broadcasting live from the tire rack.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there in unmatched selection fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we are back at it here, hanging out, schmoozing in the radio dojo. You have survived another day. And we start out in the Grand Canyon State. If you've ever wondered what it feels like to fall into a cacti, You saw that on television if you're watching or heard it if you're listening on some radio station somewhere. But the NBA playoffs, Western Conference semifinals, game number six, the Suns, without Chris Paul, without DeAndre Ayton. He checked out. He didn't show up to the game, uh, at least on the court. Uh, Trying to stay alive, allegedly, against Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets who were hoping to leapfrog their way into the Western Finals. And uh, did you watch the game? If you did, you probably regret it. If you did not watch the game, perhaps you missed it. That was a great life choice. That was a wonderful choice to miss that game. You did yourself a solid. Wonderful. You know who else missed the game? The team from Arizona. Nikola Jokic, another triple-double, 32 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. And Denver. Vaporized Phoenix 124 to 100 in a game that seemed like it was about a 90 to 100 point spread in favor of the players from Colorado. As Jamal Murray, 26 points for the mile high ballers, the Nuggets become the first team to punch their ticket into the final four of the NBA. But the better story is on the losing side and. Boy, is this a great show! Holy catfish, Batman. Uh, So let's discuss the question. How would you sum up the Suns' effort, their performance in this game? So I have the Yucatan Peninsula, hot air balloon, and International Olympic Committee. And we'll put all of these things together, and we are going to make a nice, wonderful vacation, which is what the Suns are on right now vacation. So my first thought watching this this game, gutless. That was gutless basketball. Now, I have no skin in the game. I like a close game. I like the games to be close because it makes it more fun with the end of the game to see who can perform better down the stretch. But this was nauseating. The Suns were rotten. Uh, how many other adjectives can I get? They were crummy. Uh, they mailed it in. They were going through the motions, lacking perseverance, uh, shall we say. Lacking perseverance. Uh, there's a uh, a thought I have, you, in most of these games, if you just go out there and compete, I, I was told by an old NBA coach years ago that if you just play with some discipline and you play with effort, you'll never, you're will never, you never going to get blown out. You'll never fall behind by 25 or 30 points. It'll never happen. You know, Maybe you'll fall behind by 10 or 15, but that's about to cut off. If you're playing hard, playing discipline, no matter how bad the talent disparity is, you will never get run off the court. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, the Suns do not have any fire in their belly. That was a zero effort is, that, is what that was. There was no resistance. They looked like they were seasick is what it looked like. And uh, it, it, they needed a place to lay down, like one of those fainting couches so they could fall on that. What happened to being a competitor? I know the NBA doesn't really want you to work hard that much, and they were all about load management, but my goodness. I mean, I'm asking for a friend here, Devin Booker. If I hear one more dumbass on television tell me Devin Booker's like Kobe Bryant, yeah, okay, okay, sure, okay, no problem. How about Kevin Durant? They both can wear the shame belt. Durant was two of eleven in the first half when the Suns fell behind by thirty and uh, pu. Uh, that that would be the Suns there. This was a uh, Yucatan Peninsula special. Reminded me of Nick Van Exel there. One, two, three. Can't cope as the Suns tapped out. And that is a team that is filled with GQ-level players. And that's not a compliment. Okay, That's not a compliment when you say somebody's a GQ player. That means they are a game quitter. That's what GQ stands for. And players that seem to the untrained, low-information fan, like they're really trying. They're trying to win the game. Uh, And then when you you get the microscope out, you realize they're actually like French soldiers. They've surrendered. Um, and, And there is a pattern here. Devin Booker is a content creator. Four times in NBA history has a team trailed by 30 or more points at halftime in an elimination game. But only one of one player in NBA history has been part of two of those back-to-back years. Shout-out to Devin Booker, the book. Oh, man, he can write the book on gutless NBA playoff basketball and closeout games. He was a bad actor in this debacle last year. Now, this reminded me of last year against the Mavericks. I brought this up when Booker was uh, lighting up the Clippers. How luckier the Suns, if, if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George play, the Suns lose in the opening round. Right? They were they almost, they, the, the Clippers were playing well without those guys. But anyway, I digress. So, Game 7 last year at home, a memory that has been tattooed in my mind against Luca and Dallas and Devin Booker in that game, face of the franchise had a plus minus of minus 41 and shot three of 14 from the floor. So we fast forward now to Thursday night against the Nuggets. Another opportunity, closeout game, win and play again, lose and you're done. And Devin Booker trying to top himself as he came up a little bit short. He was minus 31 while he was on the court in the first half. He finished minus 27. So I did the numbers. Garbage. And uh, Devin Booker now, the last two years, has been Houdini. He's Houdini. Last two elimination games, when trailing, uh, this one, this year, and then last year when it was tied up 3-3, Booker has now shot 26%, 25.9, from the field. Less than 15% from three-point range. Yeah, he's averaged 11.5 points per game, and his plus-minus is minus 68 while he's been on the court. Minus 68? We sucked, and we sucked at a time (laughs) that you can't suck. If the Suns want to trade him, I hear the Washington Generals might want him. All right, now page two here, DeAndre Ayton. Let's address the Komodo dragon in the room here. DeAndre Ayton sat this game out with some phantom injury. What are the odds that he has now played his last game for Phoenix? So I am going to set the odds at minus 300. That implies a 75% chance that Ayton is gone. And my advice to DeAndre is to uh, hang out with that hot air balloon. You know that logo from REMAX, the hot air balloon? Because they'll help you f- sell your house, and then you can buy a new house somewhere else. But this was an alarming performance uh, by, by not even playing, but in this series overall. Right? He didn't play in this game, so we can't kill him for that. But Nikola Jokic mopped the floor with DeAndre Ayton. This was a demol, demol- just a, a, a blow-up situation, right? I mean, I'm trying to think of a word here. Phoenix is, I know they're locked in. They're going to keep Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Those guys are going to hang around, which means that DeAndre Ayton is headed back to the market, the flea market, right? He'll be tossed out on the flea market. And he certainly has fleas after this performance. If you're a former number one overall pick, you did some steroids to get all strong and all that. Back in the day, Aiden's a steroid guy. And then you go out there and you just get stomped on by Nikola Jokic. That's the measuring stick. You don't measure up. right? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. And you can get some talent in return for Aiden. Now, meanwhile, Monty Williams. Also might want to look behind his back from time to time. Look over his shoulder here because he has not a lock to return. He's coached back-to-back teams that have been absolutely charbroiled in elimination games. And Matt Ishbia, the new owner there, uh, he's the head aristocrat, and we, we know that's just sports 101. You buy a team for a couple billion bucks. You want to put one of your buddies as a coach. It would not shock me. If Tom Izzo ends up coaching in Phoenix, the staple of Michigan State and the former college coach of Matt Ishbia when he was at Old Sparty, now that would turn the NBA upside down. Hire a friend. All right, turning the page here real quick. I did want to spend a couple of minutes. The last thing here, the person who did not have Nikola Jokic on their MVP ballot, we talked about this in a previous episode of the show, has been exposed. If you didn't see this and you might have missed it, there's a reason for that. We'll explain why in a minute. But it is ABC's Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson is the answer. Yeah, the same guy that played for the Knickerbockers back in different (laughs) generations. Now, Jackson went around and issued a bunch of mea culpas on social media. He did a few interviews. He claimed, "quote I made an honest mistake with my MVP vote. My apologies to the Nuggets and Nikola Jokic. He's not only a legitimate MVP candidate who deserved my vote, but he is truly one of the all-time greats. Again, my apologies." Close quote. So there you heard it. Mark Jackson claims he made a quote honest mistake. Are you buying that Mark Jackson made an honest mistake? Uh, I am going to go first. I am giving this stank eye. Uh, as the old gangster of radio, Andy Furman, taught me when I was a little boy, uh, the Cincinnati legend, uh, I was born at night, but not last night. Mark Jackson, I know he's going to get sympathy from suckers. Suckers always give you sympathy. But not on this show, right? He did that intentionally, and it was strategic, strategic incompetence. He said, like, well, I made a mistake. Nikola Jokic is the reigning back-to-back MVP. The Nuggets had the top record in the Western Conference of the NBA. We are supposed to believe that this accidentally happened. They accidentally left this guy off the ballot. Now, it doesn't doesn't pass the smell test. Now, I, I am a voter for the most prestigious award. This is how I relate to this story. I'm a voter for the most prestigious award in sport, the John R. Wooden Award that celebrates greatness in college basketball. I take that vote very seriously. I pay close attention to that vote. I worship the vote. I double-check the vote. And when I fill out my ballot, which is usually during the NCAA tournament, the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, when I fill my ballot out, I double and triple-check it before I click submit. That's how I do it. And so I would like Mark Jackson to contact the International Olympic Committee because if they can add stupidity as an Olympic event, Mark Jackson just won the gold medal, so congratulations. To Mark Jackson, mama, there goes that man, right? Isn't that what he says? That's a grown man move. Hand down, man down by Mark Jackson. Now, my favorite part, I think I got all those catchphrases. My favorite part, no! though, is certain factions of the media that may or may not employ Mark Jackson mostly radio silent on this, right? Uh, the NBA fraternity, the, the brotherhood of the NBA circling the wagons, they're either ignoring that Mark Jackson did this or sugarcoating it, uh, and it, it's so funny because I'll, I'll tell you why this is great. If Mark Jackson, let's say in a different dimension, it was some ink-stained wrench, uh, some, uh, some wretched sports writer who did this, and then, then they would have been destroying the guy. This guy should never vote for the MVP award. The guy's a loser, you know. But this is Mark Jackson. He's got credibility. He's a parabolic member of the pro bouncy ball community. But had it been some low-level scribe, they would have been ostracized. But you can't do that to Action Jackson. He's golden. It's so, it's so hypocritical. It's now. Do I think he should lose his vote? No. I think whoever gave him the vote should be fired, not him. I think Mark Jackson should keep his vote. Whoever decided, whatever Nimrod at the NBA said, let's give Mark Jackson a vote uh, with all uh, of his past. I mean, what do you? Come on. Read some of the stuff he did when he was coaching the Golden State Warriors. There's a reason he's no longer coaching in the NBA, and he's on television, and it's all been documented. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll get to the Eastern Conference later on as the Celtics stay alive and take down the Sixers in that game another wonderful display of coaching from a Doc Rivers team. I, I, who could have seen that one coming? Shocking. Shocking over there. Yes. Never. It's not his fault. I love the It's not his fault. It's the player's fault. Okay, yeah, it is the player's fault. It's also his fault. Uh, anyway, uh, watch out for the cap. Watch out. Not the salary cap. Watch out for the cap. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
5: You're listening to the Ben Mallard Show on Fox.
0: Join the curious world. The Ben Maller show online is pain free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your news guy, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Hey, Amanda, what's up? <laughs> Man, that is some old audio. And now, live from the tireact.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: What happened to Amanda? Where is a? Does anyone know where Amanda is? No? no. It's unfortunate. Later on, we'll have lame jokes of the week. That'll be coming up in our number three of the show. Late night drug tester writes in from parts so He says, "Now that the Nuggets earn the extra day of rest for whoever the NBA has picked to win Friday night's game, I am guessing the networks would love to have triple game sevens on Sunday." Be pretty good. They'd they, they enjoy that. Now, Stevie Meatballs writes in, he says, That monologue was disgusting. You have the chutzpah to open up with pro bouncy ball about one team deep in the desert and the other team on some high mountaintop, neither of which collectively across the land has the fan base one 100th of the NFL. Dissect the schedule. I will get to the schedule. I don't give a rat's ass about the schedule. I've already known who <laughs> everyone's. Everyone. I don't understand. I will discuss the schedule later. It's on my list. It's on my agenda to get to later. But I don't get it. Okay. We have known since the regular season ended who teams are going to play. We just don't know the dates. And you know where I watch I said this I, I, I popped up on my weekly appearance with FESCO in the morning in Kansas City and I they asked me about the schedule. I was like, listen, I'm not really worried where the Jets are gonna play in week four or the Rams are gonna play in week seven or the Patriots in week nine. Because I'm in the same spot almost every week. I go to a few games a year, but I'm in the same spot most of the time, sitting on my fat ass, on my sofa, watching the games. That's where I am. So it doesn't matter. It, but I'd like to see more snow games. That's always fun, but I don't really give a rat's ass. Anyway, uh, Mr. Luciano says 9.9 out of 10 on the Mallon monologue. I don't understand why Mark Jackson is apologizing. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's uh, so from Mr. Luciano. Yeah, it's a little, a little much little much there. The Burner account writes in says, "Benjamin, you can definitely stick the fork in the suns. I don't see them returning to this stage next year. Your old nemesis, old man Paul. Oh, isn't that devastating? Chris Paul's going to end another year without a championship. Oh, it's so sad. What a bummer. Uh will uh, he says Chris Paul will retire or he'll be a backup? Oh, he's not retiring. Oh, he's got more money on that contract, I believe. He's not stepping away from that money." No, 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 no. Uh, he, uh, you know that, those, those insurance commercials he does pay pretty well, but that NBA contract's solid as well. Uh, will Kevin Durant now join the Nuggets next year? The militia would love to know. B-plus on the Malin monologue. Well, he's likely working behind the scenes right now. He's on his burner account right now, pushing back against the hate. Pushing back against the hate. Uh, Dante writes in and says, Didn't Mark Jackson play for the Nuggets? Early dementia or a grudge? There you go. Uh, That's from Doug in Denver. Yes, Mark Jackson was on the Hobo Express at the end of his career when he left the Knicks. He went to the Clippers for a little bit, and then he went to the Pacers and the Nuggets and bounced all over the place. Emmett, the blind Seahawk fan, writes in from Olympia, Washington. He says, to me, not double-checking your ballot shows you don't care about your voting. Bad job by Mark Jackson. A lot of the reason... The Suns loss is because Chris Paul can't stay healthy. Devin Booker and KD didn't help either. Well, the excuses are being planted. I have already been told by my minions in Arizona that the media sympathizers for Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are saying the excuse for Booker is he was hurt, but he's such a gladiator he didn't tell anyone about the injury and then the Durant thing is they're blaming Monty Williams because he played Durant too many minutes because Durant's a flower, and so is uh, Devin Booker. They're the pussy willow flower, and apparently they can't handle the the grind. Isn't everyone hurting, I would think, those that actually play a lot of basketball in the NBA? Not that many people do in that sport, but that's kind of how it works. It's called the war of attrition, I believe is the term there. And in football, we see that in the playoffs, you know, who can survive and overcome uh, the bumps and the bruises. And all that, but what do I know? I don't know. I'm just hanging out here in the middle of the night, so maybe that's just that, that's old school. That's a uh, that's boomer thinking, is what that is. That's boomer thinking, is what that is. Bad job. I will right, we'll take some calls 877-99 on Fox and the number. But while we get the calls uh, going, let's hear from some of the idiots in Phoenix here. Here's Monty Williams, the Suns head coach. We have some audio from post game, uh, obviously not during the game. But here's Monty Williams. And he was asked about his team, which clearly either wasn't ready or had tight his syndrome because the game was, was somewhat competitive for like maybe seven, eight, nine minutes, something like that. And then all of a sudden the switch turned. But here's Monty Williams on his coaching and how he is the guy responsible now, on the sidelines anyway, for back-to-back gags in the playoffs. It was deflating. To just see them score like that and shot of the Patriots, you know, running down the floor, getting easy buckets, you know, and that that falls on my shoulders. Not having us ready to play at the highest level in the biggest game of the year. Bottom line. Yeah. And Monty Williams is a nice guy, and he's he's like Doc Rivers in that respect. The media loves him. Right? He's great with the media. He's a wonderful soundbite. So I would be shocked if anyone calls out Monty Williams and says, "Oh, he should lose his job," but that doesn't mean he's not going to lose his job. Nice guys get fired all the time. Kevin Durant, here's KD. He's got an excuse for everything, and he's, eh, who cares? Well, didn't Giannis tell us there? there's no losing in sports, right? There's just good days and bad days. Anyway, there's no failure. Here's Kevin Durant on the Suns' failure.
5: Yeah, it sucked. It was a bad feeling. See. It was embarrassing. <clears throat> they came out hit us in the mouth. We couldn't recover. You know, you got to get him credit for being a disciplined team.
4: Okay.
1: We'll give,
4: a, we'll give them a gold star.
1: <laughs> well, was that? A, was that a shot at his coach?
4: Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been a little, a little shot, but the, but Durant knows about losing playoff series, though. When he's not as long, as long as he's not uh, hitch, hitching his wagon to Steph Curry. Uh, and, d- playoffs. Right.
1: Be sure to catch live
4: editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry, in media, sports, and more every week, explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
6: We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
2: Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinncom find. That's zyncom find.
0: Of course, it is NFL schedule release day on Thursday. Oh, it's so excited!
4: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting horny, Eddie. This is exciting.
0: Uh, Super Bowl champ, Kansas City, going to open up the season against the Lions on Thursday, September seventh. Your first, whoa, your first Sunday night game. Yeah, Yeah, your first Sunday night game, Cowboys at the Giants. First Monday night game, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets at the Buffalo Bills, and there is a Super Bowl rematch Monday, November twentieth.
4: Three touchdowns.
0: Chiefs against the Eagles in Kansas City.
4: Tickets are not available, so don't don't try to buy tickets. They are not available. You cannot buy them anywhere at all, so forget about that. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on, and we'll take your phone calls if you'd like to be part. 877-99 on Fox is the number, 877 6369 This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. And we go to the phones right now and we'll say hello to let's uh, say hello to John, who's hanging out in Tacoma. What's going on, John? Welcome.
5: Ben, how's it going? If I, was any better, I, if
4: I was any better, I'd be a son, but not a Phoenix son, John, because they got run off the court by the Nuggets. Embarrassing.
5: Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but instead I watched the rerun of the uh, Westminster Dog Show, and, uh, dude, I liked it. I enjoyed it, actually.
4: You did? It's a, yeah, it's, I've watched that before. I didn't watch it this year, but I, I like the Dog Show. It's it's, it's different. Well, I, and- the, reason, the reason I love it, though, John, is I watched – Remember that movie years ago, Best in Show, or something like that? I, I think that was the name of it. But that was it was a comedy. It was awesome. And so I, ever since then, I've always, like, I love the dog show. Yeah.
5: Well, I, I'm, I've never, i never, I didn't see that movie. But, uh, you know, these dogs, they train, they prepare. They're just like athletes. And you know what they don't do? They don't sit that? out demanding, demanding more treats. Uh, they don't take the night off because uh, they don't want to be injured. <laughs> Wait, wait, you, are you telling me there's
4: no load management? Don't those dogs have to save themselves I mean, to protect themselves? Because if you win best in show, don't they use you as a um, a stallion dog, right, to go uh, create other <laughs> little doggies and all that? Isn't that how that works, well, I think? Yes?
5: Well, it could be a female dog, too. So,
4: Well, that uh, is true. Well, that would work the other way. But, but the same concept would apply.
5: Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's uh... – and listening, to, and Chris Myers was great on that. I I, I enjoyed his commentary on that. But uh, you, you know what I felt bad for were the women that were the handlers that ran with the dogs, because uh, the 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 scene that you saw was the dog running, and just above the dog was the yeah. the female handler's fat ass, <laughs> and just j- jiggling back and forth. And I'm going, oh my oh. god, she, she's got to be horrified. Got to be horrified. Okay, uh, I got
4: you. Well, thank you. I'm, I, you paid very close attention there. Thank you for <laughs> that. Yes. All right. I I got to go, but thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Uh, Ferg Dog writes in and says, "Hey, those two thousand nine hundred forty nine A's fans at the Coliseum. That's still two thousand eight hundred forty nine more fans than the Phoenix Suns currently have." <laughs> Uh So watch out for the cap. Watch out for the cap. Dateline, the Bay Area, a Golden State Warrior player calling out a liar on the Lakers. That would be Jermichael Green of the Warriors who uh, put LeBron James on meme attack, meme blast, if you will. Now, LeBron, who wrote the book on flopping for his generation of the NBA, noted flopper uh, LeBron James, denied that the Lakers and he, of course, and his teammates were looking for, quote, flopping opportunities in the Western Conference semifinals. Of course, anyone with a functioning brain knows that was a lie. And so Jermichael Green could not help himself but point that out, as uh, he pointed out using the, Cap emoji, which is what all the kids use. There. You're a liar. It's cap. You're a liar, LeBron. And, of course, this led to these same idiots that always were to of these things. I can't believe you're giving LeBron James bulletin board material. Like LeBron was going to not try to win. Come on. It's obvious to anyone that's watched this series. Without the NBA officials helping the Lakers out, the series would already be over. The, the Warriors are so much better than the Lakers. And, and now there's another story that said the the Lakers were upset with the Warriors because the Warriors pointed out to the league office how biased the officiating has been in this series. Uh, There's a website you can uh, report the ridiculous one-sided fouls that are called in the NBA, not that the NBA does anything, uh, which I, I think that is wonderful. That is the epitome of being obtuse, like, the Lakers are upset because the other team is pointing out the only thing that is giving them the edge here is the referees, the 6th, 7th, and 8th man on the court for most of these games for the Lakers. Anyway, all right, it is the Ben Mather Show, and we'll take your phone calls at 877 on Fox. We have the MLB Pick'Em. We're going to get to that coming up. In a moment, time now for the Who Am I game where we pretend to be somebody else. We'll go to baseball because we'll have the MLB pick him Here's the, the question. I am the last MLB player to ever face a four-pitch intentional walk. You know they got rid of the intentional walk, and now you just automatically go to first base. I'm the last big league player to ever face a four-pitch intentional walk who am I? That's the question, the answer, and we'll have the MLB pick-up. Your calls will do it next. He shoved it up our butt uh, twice. Yes, that's Devin Booker right there. That's uh...
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
4: And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: If you listen for five good minutes, you know the Ben Maller Show is not for the squeamish or the faint of heart. You're invited to join our secret society online. You get to mingle with other like-minded listeners on Facebook. It's just a few clicks away. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here is
4: the Who Am I game, a blatant attempt to get you to listen a couple minutes longer while the MLB Pick'em coming up momentarily. Who? I am the last MLB player to ever face a four-pitch intentional walk. They got rid of that. Now you just walk to first base. You don't have to worry about it. Who am I? That is the question. What's the answer? Who? Anthony in Anaheim is going with his one-time rival, Pathetic Pete in Pittsburgh, he says. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Maller prop guys going with Mark the Walker. Yeah, how's Mark the Walker doing? We haven't heard from Mark the Walker. In a while. I hope he's all right. Um, Ferg Dog in Rochester. He's the guy who would go out when it's like snowing in Rochester and walk around. Mike Napoli guessed by Ferg Dog. Tori Wilson tossed out by Rob in Vegas. Black Cowboy John Brad's going with Jessica Alba as the answer. Stevie Meatballs says Anderson Cooper is the, the answer with some other commentary on there. Cowboy Killer going with Elmer Fudd. Denny Hawking. From Fields of Green, Manny Moda, guest by Sean in the Valley of the Sun. No commentary on the Suns, though, from Sean. Late night drug tester says, You are the dog who robbed best-in-show Winston as the answer. Ozzy Albies from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Who else do we have? Page down, uh, page down. Uh, Supermarket Steve, that's way too long. I'm not reading all that. Eugene Levy. Guest by Milkman Mike in Colorado. Omar Marino from Mr. Nice Guy. And he's wearing the same hat that Eddie Garcia is wearing these days, that old school Pirates hat. Edwin Encarnacion from Dante. Uh, Lars Newtbar from Chris in Des Moines. Andrew Tate, tossed out by Mr. Luciano. Andre Ethier from Callaghan Tim. That's his answer. Scotty in Rhode Island's going with Yosemite Sam. Peewee Reese from Keith and NorCal. Sam from Parts Unknown. I think he's in Salt Lake. He's going with uh, scroll down as his answer. How dare you! How dare you! Alf the alien opiner is going with Jared Saltalamacchia, salty, as is his selection. Uh, Bronco Nagurski from Art Puffin. Who else do we have? Page down. Page down. Jody Garrett, guest by Double O Mexican in San Diego.
0: Lexa Bliss from
4: Just Josh. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie?
0: Yeah, let's go with uh, former Tigers catcher Mickey Tettleton.
4: Ah, Mickey had a very distinctive batting stance and swing. Fruit loops, uh, I think they called it. Yes, and was not any good until he started using some funny stuff. But, hey, that's what I heard. Uh, The correct answer is Addison Russell of the Chicago Cubs. It happened in Game 10. Or, game, game seven, of the 10th inning of game seven. Hello. 10th uh, inning, game seven, 2016 World Series. And then they changed the rule in 2017. Uh, isn't Addison Russell playing overseas these days? He was kicked out of baseball, like American baseball, right? Wasn't he the guy that got kicked out? I think yeah, that's correct. In, yeah. Uh, I believe he had some uh, issues there. Let's go to Poppy in San Diego. It's picking with Poppy. Oh. Hello, Poppy.
7: Hey, you know what I was thinking, uh, you know, I was passing by and uh, I was thinking, you know, I was getting a little flashbacks so when uh, Poppy, when we went to the get the first anniversary. And I think if the venue is looking good for the second anniversary, Eddie, I think you should book it already and get it for August or September ready.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah,
4: I think we're good, and, Poppy. Uh, Although we are, we are considering. There's a there's talk we might do something in in, in the L.A. area later this year, but who knows? Uh, there's a possibility we might have a venue, but you're not invited, yeah. Poppy. You're not allowed to oh. be there,
7: Poppy. Okay, and Ben Maller, you know what I was thinking? Possibly this Poppy, there, um, you know, uh, you know how you said there's a uh, star in Chris Paul in the commercials. There's another star in the Ben Maller uh, show. You guys forgot uh, Poppy's actually in a national national wide commercial.
4: What commercial are you in, Poppy?
7: I'm in actually in an Uber commercial, guys. You guys can catch me on the Uber Uber commercial.
4: You are in a national u- Uber commercial, and and are you driving the car in the commercial?
7: Yes, that is breaking news. Let's put let's have that <laughs> breaking news, Roberto. Right,
4: you're not. Are you lying to me, Poppy? Am I going to oh, go well, look I'm up and? Lying.
7: I can, you can look it up on YouTube, guys.
4: Okay. All right. I'm going to look it up, and if I don't see you in the, if I don't see you in the commercial, when did the commercial start airing?
7: What was that, Ben Miller?
4: When, when did the commercial start airing, Poppy?
7: It actually aired um, uh, last month um, on April. And actually, you could look it up on YouTube. Put Earn Like okay. a Boss. You'll hear me talking in Spanish. And there's another one. Um, uh, okay. Okay. I, all right. Okay. I'll, look,
4: I'll look you up. I'll see what this commercial is. Okay. I'll, I'll no, check it no. It, no, I'm going. no I'm, going to look, I'm going to look it up. What do you want me to do? There's nothing I can do right now. Fine, I'll look no, it up. No, no, that's fine.
7: that's fine. No, you can tell them I'm on the militia. And, you know, before I forgot to tell you guys, you guys don't want to hear picking Poppy's picks for tomorrow. I'll tell you what. I'll give you my pick for the NBA, guys. Um, uh, there's a special ref from the Lakers, which we know is not going to happen. The Lakers will win. But I tell you what, Scott Foster is going to be in Boston, and the Celtics are going to go to the, you know, the Final Four. That's my prediction, guys.
4: Wait, wait, but you're picking the Lakers. Just for the record, sure. you're picking the Lakers. I'm, okay, I'm, good. That's great news for the Warriors. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. You have just helped the Warriors out tremendously. Let's way, get to I, the I just team. saw it. He's
0: he's not lying. He's in the commercial. Okay, I just I'm watched the commercial. Oh boy. Holy crap. He's in there for like two seconds. There's a bunch okay. of different drivers, but he's is he is in there. It's That's in there. cool. Good for a poppy.
4: Uh MLB Pick'em. I'm going first. Spencer Strider, the Atlanta Braves. Eddie.
0: Let me go with Sonny Gray of the Twinkies. Wow, my first two off the R- board. Roberto, oh, no. please. Roberto. Uh, let's see here. Many Take ways your
4: time. Can Don't mind the clock. Cool here. Holy crap. And people blame me. Rafael Devers. Coop, you're in last place. Bad job by you. Back to back. I'll go with Garrett Cole. All right. And, bad pick. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Terrible
0: pick. Roberto. Oh, yes,
5: terrible pick.
4: Uh, chop, chop, I mean, chop, 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 chop.
0: Freeman, Eddie, please. Harrison Bader,
4: you can have him. I'll take Randy Rosarena and Anthony Santander of the Orioles. Eddie, Jorge Soler, got it in, got it in, got it in. Perez, Perez
1: Garcia, Martin uh, Perez.